0: Hey, this is Terry Minor Jr. Thank you for tuning in to our messages. It is a blessing to minister the word of God to you. Make sure you subscribe and visit us online at TerryMinorJr.com. We will not be able to do this without Jesus and people just like you partnering with us. God bless you and thank you for tuning in. Hello, this is Terry Miner Jr. Thank you for tuning in and listening. Let's pray before we get started. Heavenly Father, we thank you today. You are our source. For anything that's needed, anything that's desired, I pray that your people look to you at all times. Not just some of the time, but all the time, Lord. And by This message that will be spoken right now today, let what they need be made clear to them. I declare that the anointing of God, the very anointing of God that destroys yokes and removes burdens be 100 percent evident and manifested in their lives today. I thank you, Lord, that the body of Christ, the people of God will have ears to hear, eyes to see and a heart to receive, and I declare this message will go forth in simplicity, in accuracy, and in boldness, in Jesus' name we pray, amen, amen, so thank you for tuning in, like we said, glory to God, I want to dive into this message here, this message, uh, we're going to title it Kingdom Culture, and the Lord placed that on my heart recently, Kingdom Culture, because, you know, you see a lot of, um, in well especially in the times that we're living in right now especially in um you know you turn on the news or or even some podcasts or you watch youtube and you see these panels or you see these discussions and um or even just secular entertainment you know you hear phrases like cancel culture and if somebody did something that uh, offended someone or they don't agree with it or it made him upset you know they say well we're going to cancel you and you know that is um that is not the kingdom of God. That is not his way of doing things. And so therefore we have to, you know, remind ourselves of the truth. As the as the word of God says, be a separate people. That means, you know, that now there are some phrases and there are some terms or you could say some slangs or, or and, and, and certain ones that, that are not, you know, contrary to the word of God in a form of a threat to the gospel. But there are certain phrases that are just totally contrary to God's word and the gospel and, and, and what he you know, instructs us into and, and teaches us to uh, live by. Excuse me. So with that being said, we have to make God's word our source. For everything, for all instructions, for all answers, and keep it first, most importantly. And we can't get so caught up into what other people have to say about it. What? Well, well, well. Uh, what does you know the government has to say? What does your grandparent, who you know uh, uh, was raised in a certain way, has to say? Or your mother, your father, or who, whoever it is, God's word has to be final authority in our life. God's word has to be the ultimate standard that we live by. And so that's how we measure these things to see if, you know, if uh, it, it, it is it something OK for the Christian to say also. Is it something OK for the believer to say as well? You know, as we are um, as you like, say you have a home and, you know, you uh Train up a child in the way which they shall go, and they will not depart from it when they get older. So as you raise them up in the household of faith, these type of things are very, very, very important, especially when you're dealing with raising kids because you have some kids and some people who who grow up in the wrong thinking because they've been taught wrong belief. And so that's why it's important for us to know the truth. And we say, well, what do we know? is the truth. The truth is the word of God. Jesus said in John 17, verse 17, he says, sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth." So he's telling us God's word is the truth. It's the highest standard. There is nothing higher than the word of God. God's word is the ultimate truth standard that we should live by. So kingdom culture, kingdom culture, kingdom culture, kingdom culture. I I want you to get that in your head. Why? Because If it gets in your head, then it'll come out of your mouth. And if it comes out of your mouth, then you'll see it in your life. So that's important. That's the way it goes. First, it's in the head. You think it. You uh, meditate on it. And then you speak it. And then after you speak it, what's going to happen? You will see it in your life. Kingdom culture is what we should be mindful of. So kingdom. But I want to expand uh, on this some before we dive into what is kingdom culture. So. The kingdom of God, as we know, is, is, is his way of doing things. It's God's way of doing things. And, so, and already, I know somebody who just heard that part right there can already think of certain phrases and certain things that they should stop saying because they know that is not God's way <laughs> on how we should handle it. So the kingdom of God is his way of doing things. It is his system. I'm going to say that again. It is God's, the kingdom of God's, the uh, kingdom of God is God's way of doing things. And it's his system. And basically it is a system that is already set to work for our good. It's already in place to work for our good. It's already established to work for our good. Now let's go to Psalm chapter uh, 103 verse 19. I'm going to read that from the Amplified Classic. Yeah, Psalm chapter 103, verse 19, in the Amplified Classic version, it says, The Lord has established his throne in the heavens, and his kingdom rules over all. Now, in, now also in the Passion Translation, it reads it like this. God's heavenly throne. I just love how that puts it. Heavenly throne. God's heavenly throne is eternal, secure, and strong, and his sovereignty rules the entire universe. So, as we are in his kingdom, say that again his kingdom. Say it with me his kingdom. (laughs) Let's say it again his kingdom. So, as we are in his kingdom, we are eternal, we are secure. And we are strong. We so. So that means as we know that we know that we know we are in his kingdom. So that means not only is just he eternal, he's secure and he's strong. No, that goes for us as well. We are in the kingdom of God for those who are in Christ Jesus. Those that know we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. That means also we are eternal. We are secure and we are strong also. So therefore, we take the stand to reject the opposite. Anything that tries to enter in that that opposes the kingdom of God, we don't allow it. Simple as that. We are in his kingdom. We and with that being said, we have someone to represent us. I've heard people say we need someone to represent us. Jesus represents us. We have a representative and his and he is Jesus, the Christ, the anointed one, the son of God. So when God sees us, he sees the blood of Jesus. I'm going to say that again. When God sees us, he sees the blood of Jesus. Therefore, when we stand on the word and the enemy sees us being fully persuaded, even while he tries his attacks against us, he is reminded that he already lost what the enemy sees. Now I'm I'm going to show you what the enemy is seeing is he's seeing the blood of Jesus all over us. He's seeing Jesus blood all over us. Therefore, when he sees the blood of Jesus, he sees what defeated him, and that's what keeps him in his place. Satan is no match for the blood of Jesus. Satan is a defeated foe. He is a defeated foe because, you know, Christ is in us. Christ in you, the hope of glory. We're covered by the blood. We plead the blood of Jesus. You know, we we uh we know our righteous rights. Amen. Let's go to. So let's um let's also go to another scripture that I want to read. In, uh it's in um, Colossians chapter one and in, in, uh, in Colossians chapter one, verse 27, it says this. It says now I'm going to read from the King James on this one. It says to whom God will make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the gentiles which is christ in you the hope of glory now let's read that from the passion translation now now i know that this version in the in the now the king james version praise god but i also know in this especially in this scripture right here this in this verse in colossians 127 the passion translation this version is going to excite you now It says it like this in the Passion Translation in Colossians chapter one, verse 27. Living within you is the Christ who floods you with the expectation of glory. The mystery of Christ embedded within us becomes a heavenly treasure chest of hope. Filled with the riches of glory for his people, and God wants everyone to know it. That's exactly what that verse reads. Now, I'm going to read that scripture one more time. Living within you is the Christ, or you could say the anointed one, who floods you with the expectation of glory. He floods us. Listen to that. He floods us with the expectation. With the expectation of the glory of God. You see, that's why you can't quit. That's why there's something so deep down and gripped you so tightly that you know no matter what, no matter how hard it's been, no matter what you've been through, no matter how many times you've had to fight and fight and fight and believe and sow and pray and, and, and sow and pray and believe and fight the good fight of faith. That very thing that's not letting you quit that you know deep down. Yes, it's his love, but also it is Christ who is flooding your entire inner being with the expectation of God's glory. You know that you know deep down, you know that you know that you know that you, know that you have a right to see and to expect the very glory of God, and there is not a devil in hell that will stop you from experiencing and seeing and living in the very presence, goodness, and glory of God. God's glory is his goodness, it's his presence, and it's his power, and the glory of God will be revealed. Just like it says in Isaiah 40 verse 5, the glory of the Lord shall be revealed and all flesh will see it together. I want to be and the side that I want to be on when the glory of the Lord is revealed, the 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 very side that you should want to be on when the glory of the Lord is revealed is the righteous side in right standing with our father. So you should be decreeing this every day. Now, the Lord showed me this recently, this actual revelation, and I'm going to make sure I'm. Uh, adding this to my declarations and my confessions and also in my prayer time and and that phrase is this I'm flooded with the expectation of glory and that's the um that's that is yes that will be added to my confessions is I'm flooded with the expectation of glory and I want to uh charge you to make that your confession every day as well I'm flooded with the expectation of glory hallelujah praise god now so with that being said, he can't be Jesus. He 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 cannot be enemy without his kingdom. He cannot be enemy without his kingdom. He doesn't separate You see, he 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 does not separate himself. I'm going to say that. He does not separate himself from his kingdom. Therefore, he is kingdom all the time. So, therefore, I'm kingdom all the time. If he's in me and I'm in him, then we are kingdom all the time. We are joint heirs with Christ Jesus. Therefore, we are joined together in the kingdom. We are kingdom all the time. That means I'm kingdom minded all the time my mindset is kingdom all the time i'm aware each and every day day in day out instant in season out of season kingdom 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 culture kingdom culture kingdom mindset amen kingdom response when somebody upset you how are you going to respond are you going to respond the way the world tells you that you should respond that's obviously the fleshly way or are you going to choose to renew your mind on the word of God and have a kingdom culture response a kingdom way of responding that's the question so when you know who you are in Christ And that you are full of his kingdom. There is no room. No room. I'm going to say that again. No room for the contrary to enter inside. There is no room for anything contrary to enter inside when you know who you are in Christ Jesus and that you are totally full of his kingdom. If I was in church right now in the service, I'll tell you, turn to your neighbor and tell them that you're full of it. <laughs> you're full of the you're a, a full of what? Full of the kingdom of God. No dirt can enter in. No sickness can enter in and stay. No, 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 no can enter in and dwell and remain. I am full of the kingdom. So as I am full of the kingdom, I am aware of kingdom culture. Whatever is in will get pushed out because it has no room. I am not giving place to the enemy. Therefore, kingdom culture is residing in me and, it, and it's taking up all the space. Praise God. Amen. So if you think that, you know, that's, you know, somebody may say, well, that's not possible to do. We're human. You are not only human. You are a spirit. You have a soul and you live in a body. So if you think that's just not possible to do, then that's a sign that you haven't tapped into your ability to renew your mind on the word of God. See, operating in God's system is not, you know, overnight automatic a to z you got it all covered we have to get in the word and find out his way we have to that's why he says seek look seek look seek his face we have to seek his face we have to learn him spend time with him talk to him we and and we also must meditate on the word of god day in and day out We have to meditate on his word, find out how he wants us to respond. How does he want me to pray? How does he want me to ask for a job? How does he want me to believe God for a job? How does he want me to help my neighbor? How does he want me to to, uh, uh, talk when it seems like everything is uh, not going according to his word? See, we have to find out his way of doing things and then we'll see the results of the kingdom of God. That's kingdom culture. Another example, be quick to forgive, be quick to listen. As the word says, be slow to speak, slow to get angry. That's kingdom culture. That's his way of doing things. So, so you see, it takes time. And we can do it. He will not ask us and tell us to do something that he knew that we would not be able to do. But he tells us to do these things because he knows we can do it. Amen. I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. Say that with me. I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. That's Philippians 4.13. Amen. Glory to God. So we find out his way of doing things by spending time with him in his word. Which means once we learn it. Amen. Once we learn it, then we have to apply it in our life. So let's go to another scripture here. Uh, uh, another scripture that I want to read is uh, of 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 17. Now, 2nd Corinthians chapter 5 verse 17. It says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. So something. Or one of the things that becomes new is his way, which means we submit to him, not the other way around. Amen. We submit to him and that's not the other way around. We submit to God. He already has established his way of doing things. His kingdom is already established in the heavens. We don't have to get saved go to church but outside of being saved and going to church we have to figure everything out on our own we thank god he already has a system and a structure in place all we have to do is submit to him and, and spend much 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 time in his word well i don't have time to read my bible like you do i don't have time to pray yes you do if you have time to watch the news and watch netflix and hulu and everything else and be up all night watching youtube then you definitely have time to be in the word amen it's about what we what uh, what are we making priority? What are we making pri- you know first priority in our life? So again, I want to read that scripture. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 17. It says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. A new creature. Old things are passed away; behold, all things are become new. So something that becomes new is his way. His way one of the one of the most important things that becomes new is his way in our lives which means it's new to us it's not new to him it's new to us it it's it 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 becomes new to the one who was lost but now they found and now they've given their life to the lord jesus christ and they are um, no longer going to hell they're now on the road to heaven on the on the on that road to freedom that means they are learning and getting used to God's way, his way, and that's kingdom culture. So a renewed mind, say that with me, renewed mind, say that with me, renewed mind, a renewed mind leads to a victory life. Amen. I'm going to say that again. A renewed mind leads to a victory life. You don't be renewed and fall at the same time. That's not possible. I'm going to say that again. You don't be renewed and fall at the same time. You can't be renewed and fall at the same time because renewing your mind will keep you from falling. Renewing your mind will keep you from falling. In Romans chapter 12, verse two, it says it like this in the King James version and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So. As we can see, especially in this world that we live in temporary on this planet Earth, renewing our minds is in every single day thing. Every day, every single day we must renew our mind. So. That word transformed. The Greek translation, well, the trans the uh, transliteration of that word in the Greek is metamorpho and what that means is to change into another form. I'm going to say that again, to change into another form or to transform and also it means to transfigure. So that means so that's like saying, you know, say you go apply for a job and the door opens, you get hired. And what comes next? Training. There is a training period. You may train with the boss or you may train with the, uh, or with an employee, but you have to go through training first. It will look foolish for you to get hired. Go to training and and while you're in training, you tell them or you tell that new boss of yours, no, I'll I I already have my own system. <laughs> I already have my own way of doing things. You are not gonna last there long if you don't conform and submit to their way of doing things that has already been estab- established and proven. It won't work. I'm gonna say that again. It will not work out for your good if you Resist submitting to their established ways of doing things. How much more in the kingdom of God that we see today, people say they want Jesus and they get saved, but then turn around and still want to submit to old ways of doing things. We have to be open, body of Christ. We have to. Have ears to hear the things of God. Eyes to see the things of God. A heart to receive the things of God. That's kingdom culture. Why? Because we are not submitting to ourselves. See, the old things pass away for a reason. It's not good enough. But what is good enough is the word of God. And it is proven. It is established. It is firm. It is set. And it will not pass away. His ways are eternal. His ways are true. Therefore, we submit to him. He doesn't submit to us. Hallelujah. So with that being said, kingdom culture is God's way of doing things and getting saved. Jesus did the hard part for you. And he left us with the easy part. Our part is to believe it with our heart. Say it with our mouth. And we are saved. But we have to mean it. And now is the time for you to get saved and enter into his kingdom. So all you have to do is repeat this, this, this short, easy, simple prayer right after me. And you will be saved. Repeat after me. Say, dear God, I believe you sent Jesus to die for me. I believe that you rose him from the dead so that I could be saved. Jesus, I ask you now come into my heart. Save me be my lord and savior forever jesus take my life and do something wonderful with it in jesus name i pray amen glory to god praise god i like to say it like this You're no longer going to hell. (laughs) You are going to heaven. You are on that road. Stay on that road. And you can do that by staying close to God. Keep reading his word and stay close to him. Well, God loves you. I love you. And Jesus is Lord. And uh, be sure to write us, remember, at com, And you can go onto our website. You can uh, sow seed. You can uh, read blogs. You can download music. You can watch uh, testimonies. You can read testimonies and see what the Lord is doing through our ministry. And we want to bless you and, be a, and just be a major blessing to your life. Jesus is Lord. Thank you for listening to this message. I hope you subscribe so you will know when our next message will be uploaded. Romans 10:17 says, so that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You just listen to the word. Faith has came and increased, and I believe you are ready to release your faith. Contact us with your testimonies and prayer requests. And always remember that anything is possible if a person believes.